Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling. Uh, <laughs> do you know, I'm not really sure what to say, how to feel. What a completely insane week it has been. I mean, first up, how are you? Are you all right? I hope you're safe and you're well and at least able to be with some of the friends and family around you. It's really hard, isn't it, to speak in anything but cliches at the moment. All my email conversations seem to be peppered with phrases like, oh, what strange times we're living in, or who could have foreseen this, or isn't this all unprecedented? I don't know about you, but it has felt like a really, really long week. I can't really believe that it was just seven days ago that I was wrestling with the decision of whether or not to fly to England. Now, the choice not to go seems like a no-brainer. Of course I did the right thing, but I do remember really thinking, am I overreacting? Will this all blow over? I'm sure I can just fly back home to the States if I need to. Will people I've planned to meet be annoyed with me? I mean, I was really worried. I can tell you I've spent a lot of the last week feeling so grateful that I'm here with Dave and the girls because my visa allows me to live and work in the States. But only for three years. I'm not a citizen. I'm not even a permanent resident. I'm a temporary resident. So the chances of me being allowed back in if I had left to come to Manchester are slim to non-existent. I mean, imagine if I'd had to spend the next two, three, four, goodness knows how many months away from my children. I just doesn't bear thinking about, really. I mean, the downside to all of this, of course, is that I haven't seen my dad. And I don't know when I'm going to see my dad. He's over 70, he lives on his own, he doesn't want to self-isolate and stay indoors and never see another soul, but he's in that high-risk group and I can't pop over to help him. It's horrible. I'm really struggling to deal with it. As for my mum, well, where'd you begin? A woman with stage 4 lung cancer who's over 70 and living with COPD. I mean, if there was a poster girl for high risk, I think she'd pretty much win, don't you? I'm really aware I'm not alone in this. It's going to be thousands, maybe millions of people over the world who are unable to get to the people they love. Anne reached out to me on Twitter, actually, at Walker Sam, saying how upset she was. She didn't know when she'd next hug her grandson, and he only lives 12 miles away. People are losing their jobs and their businesses, and it's, it is such a scary, uncertain time. So let's keep talking, shall we? Do come and let me know how you are or where you are, who you're with, what you're up to. Just search on Facebook for Sam Walker's Desert Diaries and come and have a chat. It's as simple as that. So self-isolation started here for us last weekend. I did a big shop on Friday as our cupboards were pretty much empty and we did manage to get a lot of what we needed. No loo roll, of course, kitchen roll, forget it. No paracetamol, very few dried beans or pasta or rice most of that had gone but we're okay we've got enough to eat one of my american friends got genuinely excited <laughs> when she realized that loo roll is what we call toilet paper in england <laughs> she said i feel so cultured i love that uh another friend of mine asked what the heck i was on about when i asked him if he managed to get any kitchen roll what kitchen what is that toilet paper you keep in a kitchen why would you keep toilet paper in a kitchen paper towels apparently is what they call it here. That's the lingo. I think kitchen roll so much better. The children were on half term last week. Spring break is what they call it here. 
And they were due to go back on Monday. And we got an email on Saturday that school was closed for a week. Well before England made the same decision, actually. They were, as you can imagine, euphoric. I haven't seen them so happy since the dog jumped on a lilo with them last year. Little did they know that we are awful parents who immediately signed them up to a bunch of online classrooms. <laughs> the school's now officially out for a fortnight, but the word on the street is that they're not going back until at least August. Oh, the school year here does end in mid-May, so it's not too long until the yawning chasm of the summer vacation was due to begin anyway. But regardless of that, please send help. Most people around us do seem to be self-isolating, not so much the teenagers on spring break in Miami, which I'm sure you've seen on the news. But I nipped out to the post office yesterday and was the only person there, although the car park for my local supermarket was packed as I drove past. Our drug baron neighbours, not really, they're elderly tax accountants, but their house is so massive and swanky with fountains and palm trees and actual flaming sculptures in the garden. I'm not even kidding. It looks like they run some sort of Colombian cartel, not are really good at maths. Anyway, they got in their RV, their massive RV, and drove away at the weekend, taking self-isolation to a whole new level. The fact is, their RV is bigger than most of the flats I lived in in London in my 20s, so they're hardly slumming it. I'll tell you who is not self-isolating here in Phoenix, and that is ruddy crane flies. There are approximately 58,000 of them in every single room of my house at all times. They're everywhere. Now, I'm not sure why there are so many of them or if it's an unusually large number because none of the neighbours come out of their house anymore. So we can't ask anyone. Uh, But Dave has convinced himself they've now appeared because the lizards are about to wake up from their winter sleep and they need something to eat. He might be right. Don't tell him I said that, though, eh? We've got a fly screen on the sliding patio door that comes off our bedroom and there were about 8 million of them desperately trying to get in one night, 7 million of which had keeled over and died by the time I shut the main door as we went to bed, their little bodies creating a spidery carpet on the patio. When I got up the next morning, all the bodies were gone. (laughs) I don't know what sat and feasted outside our bedroom door that night, but it is not going to have to eat for at least another week. My favourite non-corona headline of the week here in Arizona? It was voting day on Tuesday, another of the Super Tuesdays as the main political parties chose their presidential candidate. Joe Biden cleared up, by the way, in Arizona. One of the local political commentators I follow on social media tweeted, Breaking news, the rattlesnake at the polling station on Pinnacle Peak Road has now been removed only in Arizona. I'll see you in the desert. (laughs) 